the show. Woo! Let's go, baby. All right. I am your host, Sam Scalbania, here on Slackers Podcast. Welcome to the show. We got Jimmy Goodman over here on my right. What's going on, Jimmy? I am pure energy right now. There's nothing that gets me fired up like Rage Against the Machine talking about some football and other sports. I can't even think right now. That was um, unbelievable. Electric. The electricity is palpable in here. I mean, do you see my arm? All the hair raised right up. Just goosebumps. We got goosies. We got goosies. All right. Well, we are recording here from the Annenberg Media Center in Los Angeles on USC campus. Uh, We're both uh, pretty frightened. The media center is a little scary. It's spooky at this time. Yeah, there's, uh, you know, there's a lot of big J, big J journalists out here. Yeah. You know, I, I just, you know, so are we. Yeah, I mean, of course. <laughs> yeah, big time. Yeah, no, we big do time. this a lot. I, I mean, oh well, I forgot to mention, you're an an all star content creator. Uh, yes, yes, yeah. yes. Well, I uh, that's true. I I currently run the Barstool USC Twitter and Instagram pages and the Barstool LA Twitter and Instagram pages. Give it a follow. You know, give it a look, see. You know, he runs the Barstool SC uh, account, and I'm on time to about 40% of my classes. So we're basically doing the same thing. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, 40% is generous, let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't expect much more <laughs> from you. It is yeah. a Slackers podcast. Yeah, well, I, well, you know, I stay attached to the brand that I created a mere four days ago. And you, know, you this... haven't let it go of that dream since. No, that's right. That's right. I, I've lived and breathed it. Since the day I was born, uh, four days ago. Four days ago. Four days. Four days ago. All right, <laughs> today we have a great interview for you. It's our first guest, obviously, first show, and that is ESPN reporter Shelley Smith, uh, Emmy winner Shelley Smith. Written two books. Yep. Co-authored two books. She was an uh, art. Uh, she was a reporter at Sports Illustrated as yep. well. She's one of the best in the biz, no doubt about it. Jimmy, what do you think about that interview? It's pretty sweet. I think it's fantastic, and I think you guys will appreciate it very much. Yes. So we talk a lot of good stuff. We talk USC. We talk our early days at Nebraska. We talk other college programs that somehow are just as dysfunctional as USC. We talk about the Clippers, the Lakers, all of the above. So let's get right to it. Shelly Smith, enjoy. Now we welcome to the show award-winning ESPN reporter Shelly Smith. Shelly, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for being on. I am thrilled to be your first guest. <laughs> Thank you so much. So, first question. Yes. What made you want to become a journalist? Do you have a story from college or was it in high uh, school? Well, yeah, absolutely. I think I told you guys in class that I was really good at typing. So I decided I was going to be a secretary because I was so good at typing. And so I went to Nebraska as a business major with an intent to type. But I took a Journalism 101 course from a man named John Fryer, who was a reporter at the Des Moines Register. And I absolutely fell in love with the craft and the idea of finding out information and being able to present it to, this time it was readers, but uh, now with ESPN, obviously it's viewers. But it just piqued my curiosity, which is the key to everything. It's curiosity. I don't, I don't use, I mean, I, I prepare like heck, but I don't use question lists. I just go with my natural curiosity and ask questions I want to know the answers to. And I love doing that. Nice. Yeah. Um, is there a favorite memory from college? Like is, are you kidding? I don't remember any of college. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, 
Come on. Uh, I wrote an article for the Daily Nebraskan. I was the first female sports editor of the Daily Nebraskan, and it drew the ire of the athletic department because it was how there were no women's restrooms in the press box. And the headline was hilarious. It was, you know, no women's restrooms in the press box. Women can't wait any longer. You know, it was very funny. Whoever wrote the headline did a great job. And and uh, I remember the, the sports information director was furious with me. He had it all marked up and he's like, this is not true. This is not true. And he died a few years ago, but his, his son sent me the article. So I still have the article with his writing on it saying, that's not true. That's not true. <laughs> I'm like, God, you're an old man. And now you're not here anymore. So he was a... a, a old curmudgeonly type guy who was actually very good to me and very very decent so that was fun well, i guess that he, was... he did run the story at some point I guess. well no he he didn't have anything to do with it oh, oh okay. he, he was the sports information director right and this was okay. the student newspaper which they ran the story wait what, a curmudgeonly sports information director? i know hard to believe what? isn't it not I possible know. whoa <laughs> not possible. that's crazy um are you still a Cornhusker fan? Well, you know, that's the interesting part about this business is that I have done so many stories on different schools and the problems that they have that, no, I'm not. And uh, my parents will kill me because they all went to Nebraska. Um, so I have to fake like I'm a Nebraska fan. But, you know, when you've done stories about Tom Osborne and the way he, you know, recruited kids in the inner city because he wanted to win. Um, that's finally when they started to win was when they got Lawrence Phillips and all that. And then, then of course, Lawrence Phillips got himself in trouble. And then I did stories on another athlete who shot up a car. And, you know, it was just a, a tough time to be a legitimate journalist at your old alma mater because, you know, I remember Tom Osborne saying to me, I can't believe you of all people are writing that story. And that was when Lawrence Phillips and the county attorney's office was going after him. And, and I knew people in the county attorney's office. And so I had an exclusive with the county attorney. And he talked about how Tom Osborne was acting like Father Flanagan and acting like this was his police department when it wasn't. So it was tough. It was tough. And I got booed. I remember taking my daughter to a game. She was young. And we walk in and, and uh, Abdul Muhammad was one of the players who we had identified as a former gang member from L.A., which is no big deal now because everybody's a former, except for I'm not. Um, <laughs> what? I know. It said on your Wikipedia page <laughs> that you were. I was. But, you know, back then it was a big deal. And we identified him, and we said he was not a killer, but he was part of this gang. And it was a whole feature on guys who had, you know, gone to college and then uh, gone to the pros and kept their gang affiliations because you can't really go home unless you do. So um, it was all intertwined. It was a confusing time for a lot of people. Have you seen a lot of uh, parallels between kind of that situation in Nebraska and some of the stuff that's happened here? Not necessarily over the past year or so with those scandals, but in general, USC history over the past couple of decades. Um, no, not not really. It's, I mean, every school is different, and Nebraska seemed to have had its share of gang member athletes. But I I do know an athlete that went to Nebraska because Pete Carroll said don't don't come here. He was from Compton, and he said Compton's too close. Go go get out of here. Go away. And the kid's doing really well. Ricky Tenars, 
And, you know, there have been some weird situations here, but nothing as weird as it was in Nebraska because it was Nebraska. You know, yeah, drive-bys here, you know, a dime a dozen. But um, when they would happen in Lincoln, it was a big deal. It was a really big deal. So, I mean, the weird stories here are like the kid who jumped off the balcony and, and lied and told everybody that he was saving people in a swimming pool. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I, I forgot, forgot his name that. now. But, yeah, that was that was one of my favorite. Uh, Shaw, right? Josh Shaw. Josh yeah. Shaw. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that was a weird one. And But I've done some really great stories. Obviously, Jake Olson was one of my favorites. And mm-hmm. I just did one on Austin Jackson who donated his blood bone marrow to his sister to save her life and so there's been some really good stories that we've done here and now austin was a top draft pick he was projected to be like one yeah of the, oh yeah one he's of the top picks he's uh he'll be an all-american and yeah whatever. that's awesome um speaking of stories you've done i was wondering what if you had a favorite sport to cover and then within that sport if you had a favorite player or experience i like everything in the playoffs um I don't have a favorite player or a favorite. I have favorite stories that I've done, but nothing that's sports specific. Um, I did the Manti Teo story, which mm. was bizarre <laughs> yeah, and really fun. And anything that's breaking and really gets your adrenaline pump, then it's really fun. Mm-hmm. And it's a really, really fun job. But it's highly competitive. And we were beaten on that story, the Manti Teo story, because uh, we had agreed to that he would do a sit-down with Jeremy Schapp, and then the story broke before we got the sit-down. So it was catch-up the whole time, but we caught up pretty good. We mm-hmm. did. We got the people who were catfishing him, and it's just so weird to think about now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I, it's actually, like, sports stories are so funny, especially, like, that one, mm-hmm. to transport yourself. I remember I was, what, like, 13 or something, and I, I hate Notre Dame, even though I wasn't oh, a right. USC fan at the time, but I thought it was the, <laughs> the funniest thing. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. It was completely bizarre, and I don't know that we'll ever top that one as far as the strangeness of the story. Yeah. It's still a story that gets a lot of play today. Yeah. <laughs> it, it works Everybody knows no matter him. Yeah. yeah, that's tough. I don't think he could ever really like be but on ESPN one. Yeah, or something mm-hmm. I mean, without like people just, just dragging him on Twitter. And he's still playing. I think he's in New Orleans. I think he's... Yeah, I, I think I saw yeah his name on his jersey like yeah. relatively recently. I, I know. We, I, I just suggested doing a 30 for 30 on him. I think people would be really interested yeah, that would be in interesting. that. I mean, they have a whole show just for normal people that get catfished, yeah. so you'd think he'd get it. <laughs> I know, I, exactly. And we did the one, my daughter and I, with Keyshawn, we did uh, Fight On. Was it called Fight On? No, yeah, it was. It was the Texas-USC yeah. championship game in 2005, and... That was interesting. It was a lot of work and a lot of strings being pulled so that we would report the correct things. But that's a whole other story. But it was a good experience. I enjoyed doing it. Um, so we we talked a lot about like some problems, like that. You, I mean, you saw it in Nebraska and stuff, mm-hmm. and other schools you covered. Would you say that uh, Jimmy kind of touched on this? Are USC's issues are they just one and the same with everybody else every other college in the country they they change a lot like I don't know a whole lot of schools who parents are paying $500,000 to get their kid admitted that's the newest twist um and I just saw pictures I don't know why I'm obsessed by this but Lori Laughlin's daughter Olivia Jade 
going to some party with a guy and and it, it's just like the Kardashians all over again, you know. Mm-hmm. And we only LA can have the Kardashians, but uh, I don't know that every school has that. I mean, Penn State obviously had some really ugly, horrible uh, accusations and allegations, and that was dealt with. But that's probably the worst, Penn yeah. State. You know, I mean, when you're abusing young children, they, I, it doesn't get any worse than that. So Not to mention it pretty much decimated the school, the city. Yeah. Everything yeah. pretty much. It's a strange destroyed. it's a strange school there. It's it's um very small well it's it's big, but it's a very small town. And everybody knows each other and everybody who's on the hospital board is on the city council board who's on the so you didn't have to go very far. I was there I think for a month reporting on Jerry Sandusky and all that ugliness. And I just don't know that it gets any worse than that. I hope not. Yeah. I hope not. Yeah, that really nothing yeah. too much worse than that, to no. be honest. But um I guess going on to like on the field stuff, mm-hmm. uh what do you see what, what do you see what's wrong with USC right now? Just Well, everybody in my class wants to fire Clay Helton. <laughs> what? Both classes, I know. And and Who I would want to do I that. I would I would never say something. Yeah, no, you I don't would, think uh, I would. <laughs> I just, I really like him. And I think he is what the school needed at the time after Sarkeesian and Kiffin. And I just think they needed maybe Ed Orgeron, but they, and he got kind of a raw deal. But Helton was the right man at the right time who calmed things down, who brought winning back, um, brought recruiting back, you know? I mean, so I don't, I don't know. I'm, I don't know whether he, he is at fault for what the record is, but I know he's a really good man, and that he brought a lot of stability back to the program. I think I think everybody can agree that he's a good guy. Sure. Yeah, but uh, I think <laughs> I think Jimmy has other opinions about his you know football tactics. You know, I think there's been better coaches in the history of football, and certainly USC. And you know, no one has anything against him personally. Yeah. <laughs> least personally. of least least of all me, but. <laughs> I just think you know when it's time, it's time, and it's certainly past time. Right. Yeah. Well, that's what you and everybody else in my class says <laughs> that I teach. Do you? Is there like a a feeling around? I mean, do you, uh, first of all, I'm curious if there if you kind of talk with other ESPN reporters a lot about stuff like this, or do you guys just kind of keep your well opinions? To game yourselves? day is a really big big show, and it's our most highly rated show. And I did just email them, would you guys be interested in a sit-down with Helton? Because I know him really well. And I would like to know what he's thinking with all this, his head on the chopping block, you know. I remember last year, they said, we heard he's getting fired. Go out and find out what's going on. I said, all right. So I drove out here. And I know him well enough that I just walked off into the middle of the field and said, are you getting fired? And he goes, no. And I went, okay, thank you. And walked back. (laughs) (laughs) I said that was lucky because I didn't have to stay for all of practice and, and wait him out. And so it's nice to have relationships with people like that. And that's what I stress in these classes that I'm teaching is that it's it's common curiosity, but it's also networking and con and um, making contacts and keeping them. I just um, talked to my boss this morning about covering the Olympics in Japan. And I used to live there. And he goes, oh, I didn't know that. And I was like, oh, geez, really? <laughs> Uh, I lived there twice for a total of three and a half years, and I was a writer for the Japan Times, and I wrote for Pacific Stars and Stripes. I said, I know how to get around the city. I know this. I know that. And I finally just typed it up and sent it to him because I don't expect him to remember that even that I lived there. But um, I would love to be able to go back to Japan and 
cover the Olympics. I think it'd be a, a great time. I went back two other times since I left there. One was when the Mets played there. I don't remember who they played, but they played somebody. Oh, the Cubs. It was the Mets and the Cubs. And uh, I actually asked a question in Japanese, which made my, my parents very happy. And then I went back. We did a story on Veterans Day about the one hole golf course along the DMZ in Korea. Oh, wow. And I said, a hook went off the tee and you're in real trouble because there's <laughs> minefields lining the one hole golf course. I had written it for Sports Illustrated years earlier. And so it was an easy remembering this, the story and getting it on the air. And it was very cool to do. So that was a lot of fun. So. I think it'd be great. You know, I'm always looking for something new. I get bored very easily. <laughs> I um, I made the mistake of telling my boss that today that I was kind of bored, that I needed something to do. And I've had a lot of good stories run already this year. I had one on Countdown, which was Michael Thomas. And then I had Austin Jackson that ran on game day. And so when you can get a story on game day and on Countdown, that's a pretty good month. Yeah. So it's hard, though. It's harder and harder. And the, and the competition is fiercer and fiercer. And I will be at the Lakers Clippers opener with me and a cast of thousands. Mm -hmm. um, but it should be a great game. Hey, the perfect transition. What do you what do you think is going to happen there? I don't know. You know, I mean, it depends on who you talk to. You know, people yeah. in our class are Lakers fans, or they're Clippers fans, or they. I don't know. It'll Hate be LeBron interesting. Or yeah. <laughs> no, I, I think Hate LeBron. Whoever. I know. I like LeBron a lot, and I like it. I like them all actually. Um. Well, it's not a matter of who you like. It's just a matter of who shows up and competes. Yeah. You know, it's just know. a matter of doing that. The only bummer for me is that the NBA season is 82 games long. So yes, it is. there's all this anticipation. I'm a huge NBA fan, but I go, oh my God, you know, who's going to win this game? And then it's like, well, you have to nobody wait until June to yeah, find out right, who right. actually wins. Exactly. <laughs> so, and nobody really cares. And there could be like five injuries by the time that happens and whatever, all this stuff that yeah. changes everything. Injuries. So. Seems to be topic of the day. I know. Yeah. Zion. Zion and Mahomes and you know, pick whoever you want. It's a dangerous. Well, I mean, football. That's actually <laughs> dangerous. <laughs> Basketball's not nearly well, as dangerous. Well, if you're Zion, you you, well, can, yeah. you make anything dangerous. Yeah, yeah. Seriously. I mean, I he's literally he's like I don't think he moves like anybody else does. Like uh, I think that's why he gets injured. I yeah, I haven't I haven't uh, really spent a lot of time watching him. I was more interested in LeVar Ball <laughs> you, and what, so, what they're doing. I, I thought that was the perfect way to uh, kind of quell the, the China stuff for the NBA. Right, just, right. Yeah, bring, bring LeVar back. Or, or move Phoenix to Seattle. Yeah, that that, that's <laughs> it. Yeah. I can't remember who said that, but... <laughs> I, I, yeah. I mean, that would make a big splash. No, it's you, a different story. You, yeah. yeah, your <laughs> students are very smart in these classes, and it's hard for me to keep up because you know everything that's going on. Yeah, they're just thinking about 80 steps ahead at all times, yeah. even if it's inappropriate. Yeah, yeah. yeah they just, well, we've decided to move up our, uh, our expansion process 10 years. Just no reason, though. You know? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we're just bringing a team back to Seattle. It was a time. It was time. Yeah, I, I was just like, <laughs> okay. Yeah. That was a good one. Um, all right, so to wrap up, we have a, a, a segment for every guest. Huh? We have five games. You have to pick the winner. Okay. You got you to give... Got to give your pick. So first, Lakers picker, Lakers, Clippers, Lakers picker. Um, uh, I'm going to take the Lakers. Lakers? Lakers. All right. Like that. 
Nats Astros game one of the World Series didn't touch uh, on that at all. But Astros are too good. They're yeah. really, really, really good. And you got no... Altuve. I mean, you just look at him. You go, how the heck can he even see the ball? <laughs> much <laughs> less hit it out of the park. As a short person, he yeah. really just he just he inspires me. Yeah, <laughs> inspires you to play a ton of baseball, right? Yeah, oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, he gets out there a lot. Yeah. yeah. Um, next, uh, Auburn LSU. We'll give you the spread on that one. LSU is minus 11 and a half. Mm, I don't know. I'm a Charles Barkley fan, so i got to pick Auburn. Okay. Good. War yeah, Eagle. Like War, War, War Dan Eagle. Eagle, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Then um, Notre Dame at Michigan. Michigan minus one and a half. Mm, I, I like Notre Dame, Wow. but it's because I don't like Jim Harbaugh so much. <laughs> I don't think I think everybody's just lost respect for him. Yeah, it's a, it's he's had a weird go of it. Yeah, and yeah. I think a lot of it he brings on himself. So yeah, it's the khakis. It's, it's the khakis. Yeah, I think it's so the too. Khakis. Yeah. <laughs> he wore jeans Wait, one time. He did? No, oh. I'm kidding. I said if he <laughs> did. Oh, 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 much more of a man of the people. I think people would, you know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> his wife buys all his clothes. We know. We do know that. We, she bought like fifty <laughs> pairs of those khaki pants. I really, you think his wife buys? Those? I, think, I think they're so hideous. I they think are. they have to be a manager. They have to be. Yeah. It has to be a male who's. Oh, maybe. Those. Yeah, I think so. They're so. They're so. Like, uh, they're not tight at all. Oh. I feel like. I feel like a wife would be like, you know, drop the legs a little, or something. Like yeah. Exactly, something yeah. flattering. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but this is just like boxy He's kind of. He's just a weird guy. He's just yeah. a weird. weird guy. <laughs> okay, last one. Mm-hmm. USC minus ten and a half at Colorado. Boulder is a tough place to play. It's got the greatest outdoor bar in the history of college campuses. It's called the Harvest House. Ooh. I've never been there. <laughs> I, I wasn't going to have to make the trip. Yeah, I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't going to go. But no, <laughs> the greatest outdoor it bar. It is. It is. It is so much fun. And it's right there by the stadium. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Colorado's good. Clay Helton's a great man. Clay Helton's a nice person. Let's go. The, Let's go with Clay. Let's go. Let's Clay. go. There Why not? All right. Well, thank you so much for I coming am on the show. I'm honored to be here. Thank you guys so much for asking me. Yeah, of course. Thank you. This is a blast. Thank you for so much for being on, and uh, we'll let you know how those picks do. Okay. And let you know how, don't. how you face up against uh, <laughs> our upcoming guests, too. Okay. Yeah. All well, right. we have to pick. We're going to make our picks, too. So okay. we'll let you know if you beat us, too, actually. That would be helpful. Yeah. Because I, I, I'm pretty sure I'm terrible at betting. So. <laughs> yeah, well, if there's money involved, I'd probably be better at it. Yeah. But. Oh, you didn't? We didn't tell you? Oh, you're oh, putting five hundred dollars oh, on each. Oh, I am. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, we have you have your routing okay, number and change. everything. It's all perfect. <laughs> all right, thank you so much. All right, much. guys, thanks for being such great students. <laughs> Welcome back to the show. Thank you again to Shelly Smith. What a great first guest she was. And like we said, we're going to follow through. We're going to get our pick'em here going. We're going to have a have a year-long race, or as, as long as this thing is on the air. It's probably going to be like uh, eh, 10, 15 years. Uh, yeah, 10, 15 years, or like, I don't know, two weeks, something like that. Yeah, maybe just Somewhere in between there. It, it, it really could be any amount of time. could be 10, 15, 30, 100. Anyways, I'm going to come out on top. I'm, I am the pick'em king, so get ready. If I had a nickel for every single time you've said that... <laughs> Yeah. But but put your put your hands up, okay? There you go. Put put, put those hands up. I'm gonna hit you. Wow. <laughs> I'm gonna hit you with some picks, baby. Okay. All right, Lakers Clippers. I got the clips. I'm going against Shelly. 
We got oh, definitely Clippers. Definitely I just Clippers. you know it, the, the the Lakers coming with a lot of expectations here, and it would be a really kind of Lakers thing to just fall flat in their well, face in the first game, and I think that the uh, the media would love that. Yeah, yeah, they, they would. would. That up. And it, let's be honest, the media controls everything. And Shelly and Shelly's a part of it. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She alluded to it in the interview. If you uh, didn't hear, yeah, she there were some coded a, messages. Yeah, in there, like subliminal. Is that yeah, that's how you say it. Um, <laughs> she's dropping Illuminati stuff all the time. If you didn't see, if you watch on Instagram, actually, you catch her get, throwing signs. So just watch out for that. I, I was stealing her signs the entire episode. <laughs> oh my god! So you're a Stros fan? That's awesome. It leads us right into our next pick, actually. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Nat Astros. I kind of like the natitude. I'm not gonna really? lie. I don't wow. know. I just like. I just like that phrase. That's the only reason why. Okay, fair. So that's really deep baseball analysis. Um, <laughs> and, you know, while Garrett Cole has obviously not been, like, the best picture in recent playoff oh, memory or anything. He's very bad. I think I'll just take the Astros, you know. Oh, really? Real underdog pick. Wow, that's pretty lame. Going with Shelly. I get it. You got, I get it. You're just going with Shelly. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's, she makes a living off this guy's stuff. Well, I, well, you know, well, not betting. I like me. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm awful. Yeah. We get you through <laughs> it. Let's go. Natitude, baby. All right, Natitude. You know what? Natitude and no, never mind. Astros are winning this series. I'm just taking them first game. Natitude all day. Wins. Uh, we we Auburn LSU. I think LSU is going to kill them. Uh, I don't know, man. I like Bo Nix. I think. Well, let's be honest. This is like the all-time name bowl of quarterbacks. Of course. Bo Nix and Joe Burrow. If anyone has anything more than one syllable in their first name, oh shit. <laughs> That's me, isn't it? Oh my god! Never mind. Oh my god! Yeah, just uh, cut that, clip that. Yeah, yeah we'll get that. that. All right, we'll cool. That. Okay, cool. Anyways, Bo Nix, Joe. I mean, that sounds like uh, it's like a, they're two children books characters about like a like a bear and a rabbit. One can almost say it's like a tiger and another tiger. Oh, oh my god! Oh, wow! Wow! Didn't even think Do, about that. Should we write this? I don't know. Is it? Is it? I think it's all there. I, <laughs> Little Joe Burrow. For those of you listening, we have um, copyright on this children's book yeah. concept. Yeah, it's called This Little Tiger Went to the Market. And met another tiger yeah. in the same conference. <laughs> and, yeah, and, and they both exactly. played a couple of cake team the week after and the week before. Yes, yes. It's called Two Tigers and a Lot of Cupcakes. Yes. That's what it's called. Copyrighted. Thank you very much. All right, I'm taking LSU. What do you got? I, I like Auburn. You like Auburn? No, it's a lot of points. 11 and a half points. I don't think they'll win, but I think they'll keep it close. But, yeah, but they're, they're going to Death Valley, where opponents' dreams go to die. <laughs> yeah, one of the best quotes, actually. Yeah. Uh, by, <laughs> you know, an LSU coach in a game against Florida. You know, I mean, that's pretty specific. But, but like, given that, confusing though, because he's known for saying "Go Tigers." Yeah, and I na- didn't. And now he's he's he might have met it, met his match. Uh, I don't know. He's is he learning? Is he forwards? <laughs> is he? <laughs> is he? I mean, I think he's confused. He's we got another Tigers. Anyways, LSU's taking this. They're minus 11 and a half. I'd bang that line all day long. That's easy money. Mm-hmm. You, hey, I'll take my points. You're, take, you're taking points? All right. That's lame. All right. We got Notre Dame at Michigan. Michigan's one and a half. Yeah, minus I one and a half. can't take Michigan harder in this game. I just can't. Because it's, you know, 110,000 people in the crowd wearing khakis. Big ass. You've got pretty much Jim Harbaugh's... You know, kind of. I won't. I don't want to say the job's on the line, but it's damn close because he he has yet to beat that team, that top ranked team, and they're playing at home. Notre Dame is weak. They're weak. Yeah. They're yeah. gonna get their second loss. Their CFP mm. days are gonna be over. Yeah, it's gonna be glorious. Ian yeah. Book is gonna cry on the sideline. 
And Mike Tirico will be there to uh, soak up his tears. This is tough because I almost want to abstain. I hate both these teams oh. so much. Okay. So much. That's fun. They both have like very similar stadiums too. Got the yeah. big house and then the other one. I don't even know. I mean, you know, Notre, Notre Dame Stadium is only like thirty thousand less people, but it's like fine. Oh, Who's oh, counting? Oh, sorry, sorry. Who's counting? My bad. Yeah, no, my bad. Um, honestly, though, you're right about Jim Harbaugh, which I didn't think about. He pro- he should get fired. I think he should be fired. If- I just think he needs a hug. I think it, he's <laughs> like, he, to quote Jim Harbaugh, uh, the body craves contact, and I think he's been without contact for <laughs> yeah. a long time. Yeah, he he's looking for contact, like like uh, looks like a tackle, and then and then just slowly wrap around him. Well, I I think I need to actually clarify that contact from someone that's not a recruit. Ah, yes, he's very good at hugging and sleeping in the same house as recruits. He's very <laughs> yeah. very good at that. Yeah, Re- weirdly good at that. Yeah, you know, ooh, quick question. This leads into our next pick too. Oh, by the way, I'm taking. Oh God, I don't want to take either of them. I'd, Put your name publicly out there. I'll take. I'll take. I'll take Michigan. Okay, I'll take Michigan. I think. I think you're right. But uh, do you think if he loses, Harbaugh loses, they fire him? USC take take Harbaugh. Would you take Harbaugh? No. 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 Just like hard no. <laughs> hard no. You know. Because do you think he's, he'd still? Do you think he would cut offs down here? He, he's maxed out. Oh, Harbaugh and cutoffs would be just a nightmare for him. Be electric. <laughs> I mean, you're talking to the wrong guy here. I'm not a Jim Harbaugh guy. I've never been a Jim Harbaugh guy. I'm a John Harbaugh guy. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah on that one. Go Ravens. And that was a fun rumor for about a week with USC and John Harbaugh. And then they got just, you know, won a bunch of games, won their division. And that was obviously just a nightmare for someone like me. <laughs> you know, clearly. <laughs> Calm down. You're from Tampa, all right? Yeah, you know, I know. Down, I know. down puppy. Yeah, yeah. All right. So. I'm taking, what did I say? I'm taking Michigan. Damn it. That sucks. I hate them so much. Screw you, Notre Dame. All right, anyways, into our last one. USC minus 10.5 at Colorado. So here's a fun stat. Um, It's just a niche stat. It's coming from the uh, Jimmy Goodman uh, stats and info department. Um, USC has played Colorado 13 times Mm -hmm. since the inception of the game of football Mm -hmm. and has won every single contest. And you can give me the Friday night's. You can give me the Ralphie, which, by the way, I the last time I went to Colorado, it was just a, it was really amazing because those are some mountain people. Oh, and yeah. They set off a real ass buffalo on the field. And oh my god! I know that city just folk crazy. like us. It's it's kind of terrifying. Yeah, I'll be honest. It yeah, is. but all that said, this is our this is our division. Yeah, but ten and a half. I'll take the ten and a half. You're taking the ten and a half. No running backs. <laughs> yeah, we're on a fourth string. Down about eight. Different quarterbacks. Yeah, don't, we yeah. don't need them. Okay, it's fine. All right, ten and a yeah. half. I'll take we're, it. We're running Michael Pittman from the white, uh, the Wildcat. We on. will bring back Sam Darnold to run the football. Mm, okay. Yeah, yeah. I think All it's right. possible. Um, you know, history tends to repeat itself. So. I don't know. This is tough against the spread, but thirteen zero all time since the dawn of football. That's pretty good, I think. Yeah, it's okay. I haven't. Heard, I don't know. I, I don't really know anything. So, I've heard it's good, but so we're gonna. Uh, I think it's. I think it's real. Mm, nah, I'm. I'm taking USC. I'm wow. sorry. Yeah. I could see it from here, <laughs> that your body was about to just split in half. I yeah. No, I'm. I'm yeah. I'm. Cl- I'm close. Close to death here. I get it. It's a high pressure environment. <laughs> you know what? You know. What? Ah, no, no, USC. USC, we got it. Good. I'm super confident. Glad I've helped you. I'm really like, wow, all in here. Go Trojans, fight on. Keaton's got it. Keaton, fight, fight Keaton. 
Sorry about that, guys. All right. Almost. <laughs> Moving on. Um, let's see. We got our slacker of the week. Who do you got? Slacker of the week. So this one's a late submission on Monday night, but um, Sam Darnold. Yeah. Sam Darnold has. Yeah. I I love him. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, mean yeah, yeah. You know, my my USC student career is you know brief like everyone else's. Hopefully, maybe not yours. Um, <laughs> but. You know, I was there as a freshman. I saw the Rose Bowl. I saw the Texas come back. He he is fantastic in Cardinal mm-hmm. and Gold. But you put any USC quarterback in that gross New York green, and they just really do crumble. Yeah. And tonight he, wow, um, he really hit a new level. Uh, the Butt Fumble <laughs> did come against the Patriots in New York, and yeah. this was really not that far off from that. So, uh, yeah, so this week, Sammy... You are the slacker. Yeah, slacker. Yeah, that was tough. What is it? Five turn, four turnovers and a safety. Yep. Yep. He taught you just let that one go. Yep. He big time. Yes. Yes, he did. That's a good one. That's a good one. I'm sorry, Sam. You know we love you. We're a Sam Darnold podcast. We're a Sam podcast. Come on the show. Um, some point, you know, just quick flight out. It's not that bad, right? Yeah. Now. No. No. Like I mean, like we can get you back. Yeah. No. Just come on the show. Yeah, just come on the show. Like, whatever. Um. Anyways. Uh, my slacker of the week. I'm gonna go with Odell. He's just a fool. He got it. So today he just complained on his Instagram. He was fined eighteen thousand dollars or something like that for wearing his shorts or his uh, what whatever. What do you call it? football pants? Yep, there right. we go. Football pants. Spoken Wore them. True yeah, I've, yep. I played a lot of football. Of course. You know, I I'm not a buck fifty soaking wet. So you know, I've been in big games left and right. Anyways. He wore his football pants above the knees, like an inch. Cost him eighteen grand, which it sucks that he got fined eighteen grand. But come on, I mean, he complains. He's like, "Oh, they uh, they treat me differently. They have different rules for yeah. me." Like, uh, you know, everybody else wears three million dollar watches on the field. Uh, nobody else gets paid or fined twenty thousand dollars. Shut the, shut the fuck up. Ooh. Shut up. Ooh. If you get treated differently. Then you got to know you're getting a different scope out there. You got to know that you're going to get fined for something stupid like having your football pants an inch above your knees. So, Odell, you are my slacker of the week. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry you're out 20K. Oof. Sorry you don't get to go clubbing this Thursday. I don't you're know gonna how to recover. You're going to have to take a night off. It's crazy. Mm. Yeah, so that's my slacker of the week. What do you got for our SC super stud? So, SC stu- super stud. Super stud. Um... This one is a this one's a bittersweet one, but mm, um, I know, yeah. Our SC super stud is Marquise Step. Uh, mm-hmm. Marquise has been honestly my favorite player on the team this season, uh, and that's you know that's a tough award. I mean, it's been you know we've had some fantastic performances, mm-hmm. but Marquise, the Step Train as I call him, yeah, uh, Step Express has been this- bullying, bullying defenses all year until this past week when he tore a ligament in his ankle and he's now out indefinitely. Mm. So. Bittersweet, but that's tough. He will be missed. Yeah, he's a beast. He's, he's a, beast. a beast, and he also, honestly, in the record books, in the history books, he actually might be go down as, as the person who brought Reggie Bush back. No, oh, okay, home. yeah, that, yeah, you know, he actually gets he gets my super stud just for that. Yeah, that was one of the most awesome things I've ever seen. Yeah, get first time Reggie's back at the Coliseum nine years. Ten, was it nine, ten? Yep, ten years. 
Step scores a touchdown, immediately goes up to Reggie, gets a 15-yarder for dapping him up. I think that's the coolest thing that's happened all season. No, if you put it, it, I think it's probably up there amongst the greatest plays of the Clay Hilton era. Yeah. It's that, the Burnett touchdown, the Rose Bowl, Mm -hmm. the Ronald Jones touchdown at the end of the first half against Texas where he went like 80 yards Mm -hmm. on a check down. Yep. And then maybe the Donald Trump pass there was, in that game. Yeah. There was there a some good plays. There's game. a there's yeah. another good Burnett. T- you know, let's not get the into Burnett it. Burnett touchdown with Matt Liner against Texas. That Texas game was fun, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. that was good. What? Um, let's see what else we got here. So that does it for our slacker and stud for next week, though. Get a little fan interaction. Also, it might not be next week. Just by the way, it could be two weeks. Yeah, you know, we're uh, we're slackers. Yeah, you know, we're just waiting for Sam Darnold to come out. Yeah, it's, yeah, we're waiting for Darnold to respond to our DMs and yeah, text messages. Of course, of course. Um, we would love you to tweet at us your most embarrassing game day experience, or your worst, your most embarrassing, your most outrageous game day experience here at USC. You can DM us so you can type the whole thing out if it's that crazy. And the best three will get read aloud on the podcast next week. You can keep it anonymous if it's that embarrassing or not, you know, if you're kind of wild like that. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, some street cred. Yeah, you get some, yeah. you get some mad street cred. Um, but, yeah, send those in. Um, we will not be sending our own submissions in so that we don't. Yeah, yeah, wink, wink. That's right. Jimmy's giving me the big eyes over here. Winking at him. Um, but yeah, send those in and uh, give us a follow on Twitter at Slackers Pod, on Instagram at Slackers Pod as well. We can't wait for you to tune in next time. I hope you enjoyed. Jimmy? Thank you guys. Love you.